Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to episode 102 of the WP Builds Podcast. This episode is entitled... It's time for us to quit. It was published on Thursday, the 15th of November, 2018. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and I'll be joined in a few moments' time by David Wormsley from davidwormsley.com. As always, if you wouldn't mind going to the wpbuilds.com website and clicking on the black buttons underneath the podcast player, particularly the iTunes one, giving us a a favourable review. That would be most welcome. We really do appreciate that. Also, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you can subscribe to us. We put out notifications on Messenger, on Slack, on YouTube and so on, and you can sign up there. But perhaps the best thing to do is subscribe to the newsletter and then you get it directly into your inbox each and every episode. I should add that we also do a episode on a Monday morning. It's about 10 to 15 minutes long. It's simply a roundup of the WordPress news from the week before. So if you haven't checked that out, go and do that. And we've got that underneath a menu item underneath archives uh, on the wpbuilds.com website. The other thing to mention is that at the moment, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash black, we've got a a page which is in progress. It's starting to develop and I'm trying to put on there all of the Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals that come my way. There's a button to click if you would like to tell us about a deal that you've come across that we haven't included and we'll try to get it included on there. That would be great. So yeah, wpbuilds.com forward slash black. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy. This episode of WP Builds is sponsored by GoDaddy Pro. Do you build websites for clients? If you do, you should check out GoDaddy Pro. Sign up for free and get tools to manage all your WordPress sites and clients from one central dashboard. Learn more at godaddy.com forward slash pro and the Page Builder Framework. The Page Builder Framework is an easy-to-customize, mobile-responsive, and lightning-fast theme for your WordPress website. It works with Beaver Builder, Elementor, Divi, and Breezy. Go to wp-pagebuilderframework.com today. We thank all of our sponsors for their support of the WP Builds podcast. So I'm going to hand you over directly to David and I. We've got some some news for you. I say that with a heavy heart. I hope that you enjoy this week's podcast. Hello. Today's discussion, we are calling It's Time for Us to Quit. After Nathan's mammoth prize giveaway on the 100th episode and Matt Mullenweg last week on episode 101, we have to announce it is with the deepest of regret that... Well, Nathan, look, you, you better tell them I'm getting a bit emotional now. Oh, I'm really sorry, David. I'm really sorry to to let everybody know that this is this is clickbait. That's all it is. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Yay. 
Kevin, on and on and yeah. on. Yeah, that was that was David's idea. Let's just make it clear. And I Shocking. fully fully endorse it. No, but it is about quitting. We're going to talk about quitting things. Um, yeah. But I'll let you lead this because this was your fine idea. Yeah, well, I was just thinking about all the things that we need to get rid of in our life. Sometimes I feel a bit overwhelmed and I keep worrying about my mental health, really, with the work that we do. So some things have to go along the way. So that's really, I guess, what we're talking about. So I I think I've got quite a, a list of things that torment me. And we were just talking before, you've got less. So I think you might be in a better place. Yeah, I mean, I've probably, were I to think about this a lot more, that you never know, I might come up with an equally long list, but as you'd been ruminating on it and you'd come up with the idea of the topic. Yeah. But I'm going to be typing away here if anything comes <laughs> into my head whilst you talk. But uh, So it, this is not a list of like products or services necessarily this could be a list of just any irritation anything that you think you would like to remove from your life because it's getting in the way of you being uh your your best self should we say yeah exactly it's related to our job and i i actually feel strangely optimistic at the moment like a new dawn is about to appear but it's not quite there i kind of feel like i'm still in that half asleep stage where it's that, that moment where you're kind of waking up and you're not working out whether that saliva on your pillow is really related to the dream you had about a giant marshmallow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Great analogy. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. That's where I feel. So, uh, so I've been reviewing life, basically. So one thing I've come up with, which is a bit of a habit of mine, because I love Facebook and going in there and I'm addicted to it. So I'm going to really, really stop trying to argue my point on Facebook chats because that can consume me quite a bit. So it's literally, it's that specific point. It's that you want to feel less adversarial or want to drum home your correct answer in Facebook yes. comments. It's not that you that you believe you're going to get out of Facebook and stop using it quite as much as you do. No. It's, it's specifically you're going to stop arguing. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to stop being such an arsehole. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say. Uh, well, I'm not too much of one, but sometimes, you know, it can preoccupy you, you know, getting chats about your views on, on stuff. And, um, you know, it's just so much easier to enjoy the better stuff of it. So this is one torment I'm going to try and get rid of my life so I can focus on stuff. Can Definitely. I contribute on the do, Facebook do you... thing? Because mine, yes. mine is just Facebook in general. My feed now contains no people that I grew up with. And when I began using Facebook, that's all I had, you know, it was just kind of yeah. school friends and people in the real world who live nearby. And that's all gone. None of their stuff emerges anymore because the algorithm's telling Facebook I'm, I'm in WordPress groups and I do web development, that yes. kind of thing. And, and I, I'm, I would like to commit to using Facebook far less. Um, in every sense, I, I've, I've opened Facebook Fairly early on in the day on my mobile device, soon after waking up, often before I've eaten any food or anything like that. And then I am a sucker for Facebook emails. I'm quite good at, when I've interacted with Facebook, I'm quite good at closing the tab. Um, mm -hmm. I put my phone on silent during the day most of the time. I've got it sitting next to me. So if the phone rings, it vibrates on the desk and I hear that. But Facebook on the mobile phone it engages me not very much. It's it, it's the emails that get me. So I have my email client open all the time, and they I get a little email from Facebook, and I find it 
unbelievably compelling. I mean, it's ridiculous how how compelled I am to open it up. And I don't know if it's just me, but very recently Facebook has become... Um, they send me much shorter emails. So whereas before I would get whole paragraphs and I would make a decision, that's something I'm interested in, click. That's not of interest, delete. I I now find that there's maybe 100, 200 characters maximum and then it's all truncated with ellipsis. And then I don't know. It's kind of a bit clickbaity like our stuff at the beginning. So I'm finding myself getting into Facebook more often than I should. I understand that there's notification settings but I'm just too lazy maybe that's something I should do I also mm. I think there are certain Mac apps and possibly Chrome extensions which will just shut it down for periods of time mm. my my fear though is that I would just go back into the Mac app and say oh I'll just enable it for today go on yeah be all right today so yeah I'm in complete agreement <laughs> Facebook sucks my time I've I but the reason it sucks my time is because I find it so pleasurable I love being in those Facebook groups and commenting, but I've got to stop using my time in that way. Yeah. No, I, <clears throat> focus on the good stuff in there. And you're not going to escape it anyway because people are going to tag you in. You're you're in the public ear now. Oh, good, so. good Lord. I, I don't like the idea of being in a public ear. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you about the second thing that I torment myself with, which okay. is... Uh, speculating on the future of our technology. So recently it's been the Gutenberg thing. I've really got upset about the uncertainty about what might be coming up and how that's going to impact on on things. And last week's uh, podcast, in a way, just gave the same reassurance again over the fact that you could use the classic editor and i do this a lot i get kind of caught up particularly with other things like page builders that are out there are they going to offer something that's going to be better for the future should i be looking into this am i using the right tools and i I definitely need to and i'm starting to quit doing that so much and just get on with using what i've got so is this a um kind of are you intellectually finding that you're doing this in other words you're not going out and buying a load of plugins and buying a load of SaaS apps <laughs> this is more you go off and find articles to read about Gutenberg or yeah. whatever so it's reading and using up vast amounts of your time as opposed to money yeah that's it really and also you know there's an emotional connection you get with this one that you kind of take a side when you're looking at this kind of stuff as well and you you kind of think right i'm going to resolve when you've got this kind of conflict where you don't know what might change with the technology then you kind of have to resolve that conflict you can't say i don't know so you kind of like start taking a side you know on it and you think oh Gutenberg's bad or or that's going to be the future or, or then you change your mind and get rid you, you you're unresolved for ages that's my big problem that's what I need to quit and mm. I, I I do it now I think it's so much easier if I just say oh stop doing that just get on with the stuff that you've got you know you're just yep. wasting time do you find that you like to be at the forefront of all this stuff then is that something that's just instinctive in you now that you've now that you've obviously settled for many years on using WordPress and settled for many years on using Beaver Builder, you kind of feel that you've got mm. to be at the forefront of all the latest stuff that's coming out. I, I, I kind of don't feel that quite so much. I'm, I'm very happy to discover via, let's say, for example, your YouTube tutorials, what the latest stuff in Beaver Builder is, whereas you probably yeah. feel compelled to figure that out for yourself before most other people in that specific case. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do like looking into it. And, and I'm not so bad at this. But, you know, I think there is that habit of ours, isn't there? I think yeah. you're not guilty of it. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, buying all the stuff that's out there and checking it out and enjoying the fun of trying it. I just think it's that speculating on the future that really can, there's my thing that I need to mm. quit, you know, spending too much time worrying about the future, if yep. you like, or trying to predict the future rather than just living in the present and getting on with what I've got. I do know what you mean, though, but mine is more of a spending thing in that I'm, uh, I'm pretty bad at buying the latest plug-in just because I think there's a chance that that one might take off and become the incumbent. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I'm thinking more recently about things like you know, page builders that you buy mm. and um, let's say, I don't know, caching plugins or form plugins or something like that, kind of trying them all and getting a nice hefty license just in case you've got a need for 10,000 sites and that kind of thing. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I would, I would get that. I, I this year, uh, this coming year, 20, you know, 2019 when it rolls over, that would be one yeah. thing I would do is strip out a lot of those things. And we talked before this podcast mm. began about some of the particular plugins that I feel that I probably don't need to subscribe to anymore. I'm not going to name any names, but there's a whole bunch of things that I've bought. I've kind of even in many cases installed them on sites and then then simply don't Mm. use them even though they are there. Uh, So that's a bit strange. You know, I'm sure that a lot of plugins lie dormant, never get unzipped, never get put, put into WordPress ever. I kind of do do that and then just don't make use of them. So there's quite a lot of stuff that I'm going to strip out. So that that will be something I'll quit. Hopefully buying plugins. Do you know what I need? I need somebody standing over me. I know there's a few people in our group who pass their decisions through a third party. You know, it might be their husband or their wife. Yes. The purchasing decisions get vetted by the other person. I don't have any of that. I've got complete autonomy, um, which is a very bad thing. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm fortunate. My wife does ask a series of questions, you know, and there's a, there's a lot of yes, but yes, but but by the time I've gone through <laughs> through those series of questions, it usually comes out with the decision to go for it or not, yes. which we share. <laughs> yes. Do you know there's a website there, isn't there? You could build a, a kind of a decision tree. Yeah. Okay, what's the name of the plugin? What does it do? Do you need it? How many how many times are you going to actually use it? And then at the end, it'll just spit out buy or no. Uh, make the decision for you but we do we need we need the i need somebody to tell me that because i do i do buy things and then discover it usually it's around tax time the Mm -hmm. you know the the my tax person will come back and say what's this thing oh wow yeah oh yeah i put that i installed that on us i never touched it again that's ridiculous what a waste of money i need to be better at that right sorry i've hijacked your no, no. Well, the, the next one leads on really because it's the same kind of thing. I was thinking what I need to quit is certain services. And uh, David McCann, you see, on episode uh, 100, I have to thank him for this in a way, for making me resolve on something because I always listen to him. He always talks sense. But mm. he was talking about the thing. He, he led a conversation saying about what was the missing piece in your toolkit. Yep. Um, you know, in your business. And for him, that was kind of some software that took care of his newsletters or email lists, that kind mm, of stuff. He never mm. kind of found the right one. And I've always like shied away from it, but I'm always intrigued in it. And I always look into it because I think it might be another, you know, income 
for me in my business. But what I realize is that there's a reason why I don't (laughs) look into it. It's because I just don't want to do it. It's the same as, you know, providing emails for our hosting. I don't host emails. And I just decided, well, that's it. I'm going to quit certain things that I know I probably don't need to get into and just say that's not what we do. So Yeah, or just get really good with the one thing and stay with it, no matter how many times you hear that there's a brand new shiny one. I'll give you a really good example. Um, I, I'm i constantly on the lookout for the best kind of tool to manage things like invoicing and billing. Mm. And I, I've spent so many hours trying out various different types of software, including WordPress plugins, including, well, SaaS apps. Uh, I've got quite a few self-hosted solutions. I think I've got three self-hosted solutions, all of which are live, all of which contain... Um, data, all of which have sent invoices, real invoices. And I can't seem to settle on one. And that's one thing I need to do. That that would be a tool. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that aspect that I really like to go out and see what's out there and get beguiled. But it, but it is. <laughs> that's something that I do get sucked into. One, strangely, one of the only things that I have settled on is is the email thing. I mean, a long time ago, I decided that Google's email suite. So this is just for sending emails you mm. know, emails between me and somebody else that that's i mean i'm all over gmail or g suite mm. you know whichever that that as well but i've also settled on my email sending software of choice and i mm. don't don't really dabble uh, in that so oddly for david david mccann mm. i've got that one figured for me yes. but just about everything else i'm constantly tinkering with yeah, I mean, you do that, don't you? You do send out newsletters for clients. Yes. And that's the service yeah. you offer. And I, I decided that, do you know what? I should just give up with that. It's not me. And yes. I think, yeah. yeah, there's quite mm. a few nice bits of software, especially on the Mac in particular. So imagine Beaver Builder for, um, or a page builder for emails. There's quite a few bits of software which build them and build them fairly quickly once you've figured out the tools. And it can be quite a good, um, quite a good stream of revenue because email is hard. Because email clients still, amazingly, still don't output, you know, sensible uh, HTML formatting. Yeah. It's still something which is fairly hard to pull off. But if you've got the right software and you know what you you know how to test these things, it's fairly, it's pretty good. So if if anybody <laughs> wants um wants to know what I use, I'll happily tell them in the comments. I just realized how I'm such a fraud. I just realized I said this about David McCann. He, he helped me to settle on what I was doing. But you actually mentioned what you used the other day. Mm. And I went peeping around in that. Ah, <laughs> yeah. After all of that. Well, yes. I, I use two. Um, yeah. One of them is self-hosted and the other one is a WordPress plugin. Mm. And both of them have worked brilliantly. I've got no complaints at all. They both take mm. a bit of setting up, but they're both absolutely fully functional. The only... The only thing I suppose is it's not as easy as something like MailChimp or Active Campaign, and my stuff doesn't have all of the whiz bang automations yeah. and f- flows that you can have. You know, you can tag this person with that if they open this web page and all of that stuff. I don't worry about any of that. My my needs yeah. are not as great. Yeah, it sounds perfect. You see, you found what you it does what you need it to do, and that's it. And you don't worry about what it doesn't have. Well, I mean, I spent a long time years ago setting up this kind of automation uh, whereby people would, I guess you'd call it a funnel these days, people would do this and it would trigger this action and that email would get sent. But if this one got sent, then don't send that. 
And in the end, I never really looked at what was output because when they'd gone through the sequence, I would then get an email to say, this person has been through the sequence. You know, now's a good moment to interact with them. And I just found myself binning the emails. So I thought, oh, it's not for me. Hmm. Yeah. I'll get on my next one is um, clients, actually. So we, we've talked about that. We don't do niches before. And I'm kind of, I think I'm starting to reverse engineer my niche. Oh. So I think there are certain types of clients that I think I'm going to quit entertaining, if you like, as future clients. So I, I realized that for me, I just want a kind of small group of people who I can give low cost services to over time. Yeah, uh, who I hope will support me over time, but be in business for a long time. So I've realized that I probably would avoid some of the types of clients that friends of ours do. So a lot of the startups that friends of ours do. So yep. they'll do life coaches and things like that. They've got kind of a higher risk, but they'll probably value uh, the design process more than perhaps my clients might. So so I, I, yeah, there's a strange thing about that. So I've decided to quit a certain type of client, not fire clients, but uh, just sort of focus a little bit yeah well i think that's brilliant and i'm really <clears> pleased <throat> that it's working out for you because that, that that was a probably a nervous moment making the decision to do what you're now doing um and very yeah. very brave of you but if it's working and i think that'll save you a whole load of time you know you won't have to go down the <laughs> avenue is this the right person you'll know straight away because they fit into the mold and less time wasted is is more time that you can you can have back in the real world and uh, it's, it's interesting, though, isn't it, when there's sort of opportunities for client work. So some's come in, you know, recently that really got excited about. But I just kind of realized that I need to quit that type of client. So there's a startup actually contacted me recently. Mm. Sounded so exciting. And I realized, oh, no, I need to quit doing that kind yeah. of stuff because yeah. it's it's actually against my, my long-term aims. Yeah, that's really clever, though, to recognize that. Mm. And you'll, you'll become so good at your one thing, I mean, whether or not that will keep your interest going <laughs> yeah. is, is another story. We'll revisit that in a couple of years. But you'll yeah. get so good at it that you'll be so quick. Uh, you know, yeah. You'll be able to turn this stuff out on really, really well. You'll be good at it and you'll be fast at it, which I suppose is ultimately the, the name of the game. Yeah. So, so now are there any of your... You said you were going to think about some yes, of the things. Yes, I've got you... quite a few that I've been jotting down as we've been chatting. Ah. One of the things that I have got to do is I've got to start automating some things. And and I don't mean like chatbots uh, when I say automate <laughs> things. I just mean I need processes that are going to save me time. A, a absolutely perfect example is when building... Everybody's going to think this is ridiculous. When building client sites, I don't write down anywhere that's easily accessible the color palette that that site has. So I find myself constantly opening up the inspector or using a Chrome extension to find a bit of the website where that <laughs> orange is. And, you know, let's say I'm building a new page and it needs a button um, and I've got to put the orange color on the button. I'll, I'll, that sort of stuff. I spend so long doing things like that. And that's one trivial example there's so many things where I catch myself thinking, this is the 10th time this week that you've done this exact same thing. And I think you're a moron, Wrigley. Um, you know, do it. Just, just get a system. Stop doing it for 10 minutes. Think about how to make this a process. Write that process down. 
figure it out and then for the rest of your life you'll do it more efficiently but i don't for some reason i'm like that zombie that oh i'll do it next time i'll automate it next time i'll do the process bit next time and i never do why why do i do that um so do you, anything like that for you that you could that you know you could automate and, and automate's really the wrong word i mean just refine really uh, yeah, well, I, I'm doing the same. You know, I'm often reason, finding my colour picker to select the colour, which is throughout my theme to add it again somewhere else. Yeah. And you know what? The stupid thing is what we should be doing with this sort of stuff. We should have a system where we gather these things and turn them into some lovely document that adds value to the product we give, you know, to yes. the style guide we yes. give to clients at the end of it yes. instead of fannying around like we do. Yes, <laughs> and you could do that on the first time you start on the yeah. project. You know, the first day... In my case, write down the color palette at the top. That would be really helpful for them to have that, just in case they part ways with you. They've got their color scheme all figured out, nicely presented, and it it would be pasted in just once. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. But normal, we're human. Yeah. And I think sometimes a human character, I mean, successful humans probably don't do this, but I don't think either of, <laughs> either of us would, would lump ourselves into the successful humans yeah. bracket. The, they probably yeah. process, you know, make processes for all this stuff. But me, I'm constantly thinking, ah, I'll do it next time. Next time's fine. Next time's fine. <laughs> but honestly, David, I must, have, I must have opened up on the Mac text edit 50 mm. times last week to paste stuff in just so that I've got it there. And then at the end of the day, I'll close text edit. All of that will be lost and I'll have to do it all again the next yeah. time I'm on that client site. It's absolutely ridiculous. Is there even a... I know that Beaver Builder can save your color palette. And again, I just don't do that. Why don't I do that? Um, but I wonder if there's a tool for for this exact kind of thing, you know, like a little process tool. Ah, there I go again. Look, I'm going to go and start looking for tools now. <laughs> <laughs> there, thereby defeating the thing that I said I wasn't going to do earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean, I think I mentioned to you before, there's a little thing that I stuck in my browser, and I don't know why it works. It's the thing called Sticky Notes, which is in my Chrome browser, right. an extension. And I don't know why I use that over any other system to dump in lots of things I need to remember, but mm. somehow that seems to work for me. So one tool that does a particular job, probably just, I would still, I think I... Do you, perhaps we just rebel against these tools. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Sticky notes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sticky notes. I think let me just find it on there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It's really quite an ugly program and it's probably, I don't know what it does with our information because you can't get it when you're offline. So oh, it's definitely sucking it up into the cloud somewhere, but it's a Chrome yeah. extension. It just creates like a little yellow square on the screen that you can add stuff yeah. into and you can make it go away and pop back up again. Yeah, you're just going to click on the top there. It's quite handy. I mean, I put it there because I thought at some points, in fact, I've used it when I tried to make some videos. I thought I need to remember the points, so I'll stick them here and just access them while I'm making the video. But in since, I just use it to dump anything that's in my head there or needed, and somehow it seems to work. And then every so often I clear it up when I think that's gone. You know, yeah. well, you, I don't you, know why that works. I use Evernote for that exact same thing, which is a, yeah. you know, a SaaS app, but it doesn't have that sort of sticky on the screen feature, which you quite like. But interestingly... You um, you mentioning this sticky notes thing does does bring me back to one of the pet things that I've got going on, which is Chrome extensions. I've written that one down. <laughs> I have so many Chrome extensions, so much so that I found a Chrome extension 
<laughs> to manage my Chrome extensions. <laughs> There's a if anybody else has this problem, and if if you're like me, one of the things that you've done is you've slowed your browser right down, especially if you want to do things like um, uBlock Origin, which is a Chrome extension, mm. and Privacy Badger, which is a Chrome extension. It, they block stuff, but they slow pages down. And, and I know that they do because I turn them all off and web pages load really quickly and I turn them back on again and web pages load really slowly. But I found this extension called Context, which is a Chrome extension which allows you to set up profiles, right? So what what you do is you, you log into this Chrome extension and you say, right, I want a, well, in this case, I'm actually using right now a context which I named podcast, and it shuts everything down in Chrome that I'm not going to really need whilst we're recording a podcast. And I've got another one called webinars. And you click on the profile name, a little drop-down menu, and it turns off all the ones that you shouldn't have on, and it turns on all the ones that you should have on. And it works really well, and it speeds my browser up no end. But that's one thing that I've got to do is just get rid of all this crud in Chrome. That would save me a whole lot of time. Just browsing the internet would speed up, like, probably twice as quickly. Yes. Do you know what? I mean, actually, I I blame you for the amount that I've got because you've recommended. (laughs) And I know that one. But you know what? Again, I I rebel against it. And I've got an alternative. This is going Uh a completely different way. I've started using one called, because it's so flipping simple, Tab Saver. And um, Uh all you do is you save all the tabs you've got open at that point. You give it a name. Yep. And then you just, when you are, again, you've got a number of them. So again, it's for my video sometimes when I set right. up the tabs and I come yep. back to it later. Yep. So yeah, it does a similar sort of thing. Well, so... I've got the same thing called one tab, um, mm-hmm. but it sounds like exactly the same. So if I've got 20 tabs open, I can close them down. But no, my, my, the one that I was talking about context, it's not about the tabs. Mm-hmm. It's about the, it's about the extensions. So it switches on oh, and off Chrome yes. extensions. So for yes. example, I've got this re I've got this, this one which goes into um, Gmail called Active Inbox, and it, it adds a ton of functionality on top of Gmail. I mean, it's brilliant. If you haven't got it, go and get it if you use Gmail. It's utterly brilliant. But it slows Gmail down a lot. And I've noticed that if I switch it off, I can get my emails to load quicker and switch it. So that's what Context does. It switches things off, yes. like Privacy Badger. And incidentally... If you want to get rid of annoying ads all over the place, I would strongly recommend, but again, the caveat is it'll slow you down a bit, is um, uBlock Origin. Go and get that one because it'll it'll get rid of a load of nasty stuff on the internet that you don't want to, uh, to be displayed on your page. Um, yeah, yeah, and what else have I got on my list? I've got plugin battles. Have we kind of touched on that one? What I mean by that is, you know, going out and constantly trying to find the best plugin that does mm. the exact same thing. So I've yeah. got like three form plugins uh, under license, and really I should just have one. Why do I need three? What's the point of that? Absolutely none. And I should settle on one and just keep that and just bin all the others that I don't need to, you know, use. Yeah, but it is the same as my thing. It's just the anxiety it creates mm. for me trying to think which one might be the the winner in the game on this one. You know, yeah. that's the thing. Well, <laughs> I guess stupid. I guess my point is they're all you know. You find the one which works for you, and then just it's what you said earlier. Just be satisfied with it. Just accept yeah. that that's what you've got, and move on. Because mm. the the anxiety, as you said, and the the constant fear. 
of, yes. of not having the best thing or the most up-to-date thing. Well, you know, if it works, if it does all the yeah. things that you need to do, then, yeah, just just get on with it. One of the, just moving the subject on a little bit, my, my last point is uh, time-wasting. Mm. So we spoke earlier about Facebook, but mm. I'm I'm amazingly good at finding a billion other things to do than than the difficult thing that I need to do. I'm I'm actually pretty good at doing simple things quickly. You know, if I get a whole if I've got a list today of fifty simple things to do, I'll probably clear that list out. But if I've got a list of two difficult things to do, I'll that's for some reason that gets me every time I'll go and find amazingly banal and unimportant things to do instead partly because I work (laughs) at home so I've got my kitchen and I can go and make food and eat toast and things like that Um, but partly because I just think that's a little bit about the way I'm built so I would like to explore one of the things that I'd like to quit is this time wasting and I'd probably like to explore some of these methodologies that people have about you know, do 20 minutes work and then go and take a walk for 10 minutes and then come back and do what uh, Pomodoro or whatever it's called. I can't yeah. even remember. Some of that stuff I'd like to explore a bit because I know that I could be better. Yeah. Gosh, 50 things. I well, no, just... that was an exaggeration. I've never got 50 <laughs> things to do. Let's say four. <laughs> even that would overwhelm me. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, here's, here's an example, right? I really don't like DIY. I'm not a big fan of DIY, but rather than do the difficult web work that I had to do yesterday, I went and painted my daughter's room instead. <laughs> and that it really, I, I'm telling you, that is an absolute mark of how much I don't want to do the task that I needed to do. Eventually, I just ended up wasting time and then having to, to do it in my own spare time, if you like. And that brings me to my, I have got one more i'm sorry i i got buried yeah. which is i want to keep office hours i want to quit the the cycle of working ridiculous amounts of the day and doing things late into the evening and getting up early and doing things 2 minutes before meal time and then rushing away from the meal to go and finish things off and working through lunch and not properly sitting down and eating you know this kind of thing basically i want to get to the point where i begin work at a normal time finish work at a normal time but i think that it's a malaise which i bet most of us are guilty of wasting wasting the valuable time that you've got during the day and eating up time where you should have switched everything off in the evening and many's the time that i've said to myself i'm going to enforce a switch off of technology and i've never ever carried it out i, d- I don't know what's wrong with me yeah Gosh, we're always going to be battling with this one, aren't we? I think I'm quite good at this. Mine's the opposite, really. I mean, I've one thing that I have quit, and that is um, not getting too worried about not being motivated. So mm. I, I forgive, I forgive myself for time wasting uh, oh, much good. more now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess the problem is that I'm not hard on myself. It, I just don't even notice that I'm doing it until after the fact you know it's only at moments like this when i'm suddenly thinking about me painting the room whilst painting the room i wasn't thinking oh this is great i'm not doing that work i'm just thinking i'll paint the room instead and then you get back (laughs) to the work and you think why didn't i do this earlier my brain has died a bit now but i think from a kind of 
normal life perspective. Maybe, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a family as well, that kind of stuff, it's important. You've got to switch this yeah. stuff off. You've got to put it down. You've got to interact with the other people in your life. You've got to get out and do other things because the internet pretends to do everything. You know, it'll yeah. it'll keep your mind active. It'll keep you interested. It'll keep you engaged. It'll provide you entertainment. It'll provide you with intellectual stimulation. But it doesn't provide you with the real world contact and it doesn't provide you with your ability to stay healthy and fit. In fact, in many ways, it stifles all of those things and you become um, less able the more more time you stick in front of the screen. So, yeah. Tell me, tell mm. me, can you when you move out of your room and mm. you go and spend time with your kids mm. and your wife and that, mm. does that does that just turn your mind off to the jobs or do you still it's a still some time when you're still thinking about things and you want to rush back to your computer and jot something down that you thought of do you know the 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 better part of me wants to say oh yeah i can i can switch it off but the truthful part is no i'm i am i am fairly incapable of switching that stuff off and i don't yeah. I don't rush back. I don't leg it upstairs and sneak off or any too much of that. And I, but I do know there are people in our group that do that. You know, they literally sneak off and go and do ten minutes and then sneak back again. And, <laughs> um, but but my mind doesn't fix. Um, you know, it doesn't switch off. I, I don't know what it is about me. I bet a lot of people are the same. I'm kind of fixed on one thing until it's finished. I'm a start to the task complete yes. the task and then say that's done i'm no good at juggling four things at once so if i have to break off to go and do something there is a bit of frustration in me that i haven't finished it and so i'll i will try to rush back like i said you know that's the honest answer i'll try to rush back and get it finished because it annoys me that it's not complete <gasps> that's so bad yeah no, but just normal and human isn't it so mm. uh so in a way, we're trying to quit a bit of multitasking, aren't we? We're trying to get sort of things, one thing done and focused on and finish it and then move to something else. But also in my case, very specifically work inside an hourly pattern. So let's say, yeah. for example, that I make the decision that five o'clock is the switch off point or whatever it is. You know, it might be significantly earlier if I need to collect my kids from school. That's the time. That's just what yeah. you've got. And don't try to snatch an hour back later. Just accept it and... You know, if that if that irritated client email comes in, leave it till tomorrow. Uh, stop stop looking at the phone. I mean, listen mm. to me. I'm saying this like I'm giving it as advice. This is not. This is me <laughs> telling myself what yes. I need to do. I am I'm just as bad as everybody else. And I think whilst whilst the advent of the mobile phone and the mobile device and all of that was incredible, absolutely awesome. I still think we're 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 yet to work through what negative impacts it will have on us all and one of them is this always switched on cycle so yeah. you know my emails don't stop when i turn my computer off like they did 10 years ago they now just keep on coming and they're always <laughs> with me and you know a whole load of them will have accumulated during the night so mm. the first thing i do clear the email queue that's that's no way to live is it come on wrigley <laughs> sort yourself out <laughs> Uh, I think, you know what, I think we've done this. Yeah. It was quite, I enjoyed that. That was good fun. We should come back to this one. We should deliberately try to come back to this one in a few years or months or whatever, just to see if any of this stuff stuck. What, what would yeah. your, what would your one, if you could fix one of the things, just one of the ones that you mentioned, what would yours be? Oh, gosh. Um, 
I think uh, really mine all come up to not worrying so much mm. about the future. I think that's pretty much all of what <laughs> my things are. Right. <laughs> so I think that's it, that's it really. That's what I'm going to try and do and just focus. Yeah, it's focus again like you. Just trying to get down to some hours, get on with the job, stop worrying about things that aren't real. Yeah. Mine, yeah. mine would be the office hours thing, I think. Yeah. And there's nothing yeah. stopping me. I could do that today, couldn't I? I could set myself a time limit and say if it's not achieved... And yeah. already in my mind, as I'm saying that sentence, I'm thinking of the things that I can't finish today that need to be finished today. So already my brain is telling me, no, you can't do that. Ah, <laughs> I'm going to try harder. <laughs> right, we're done. We're done. We are. This week's episode of WP Builds was brought to you by GoDaddy. Thanks to GoDaddy Pro for sponsoring this episode of WP Builds. Here's what you get with GoDaddy Pro. Pro Sites to monitor and manage all your WordPress installations no matter where they're hosted, Pro Clients to manage your clients' GoDaddy products on their behalf, and Pro Rewards for exclusive discounts and special offers. The best part? You get all of this for free. Learn more and sign up at godaddy.com forward slash pro. We thank GoDaddy for their support of the WP Builds podcast. Thank you for listening to the WP Builds podcast once again. Really appreciate it. As I say, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash black, you'll be able to check out all of the deals that I'm putting together on that page and see what you make of it. If you're interested in advertising, also go to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. I'm going to fade in the cheesy music. Have a great time. See you on Monday for the newsletter. Bye bye for now. Oh.